When your dad started building a man cave in your bedroom, you knew it was time to start building something for yourself. Let's job it up. At CareerBuilder, we're ready to help at every stage of your search. Build a resume, get industry tips and advice, and apply to multiple jobs in just one click. Start your search at CareerBuilder.com. Hi, this is Bob Costas, and you're listening to the ML Sports Platter. The ML Sports Platter back with you all over the major platforms. Google, Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, Deezer. Make sure you download, subscribe, leave feedback, and a five-star review. Just find that podcast icon on your cell phone. For example, the purple podcast button on your Apple phone. Tap that. Tap search. Type in ML Sports Platter. Hit subscribe, and away you go. All new and old episodes are delivered right to your smartphone device. Mike Lindsley with you at Mike L Sports on Twitter. We are presented by our great friends at Bryant and Stratton College. For every and in life, Bryant and Stratton College, two and four-year degrees are always starting soon. Bryant and Stratton College for every and in life. Bryant and Stratton College, by the way, a couple of great locations in the central New York area as well. If you are uh, looking to change professions or uh, looking to get something started right out of high school, doesn't matter what age you are, what need it is, Bryant and Stratton is there for you. James Street in uh, the city, and of course in Liverpool as well. BryantStratton.edu. A big tip of the cap, thank you as well to Rosie's Corner, Ken's Auto Detailing, the Vince Guerra Consulting Group, and CNY Electrical. Well, it is March. We didn't have this last year, and I know this next guest of the of the program is so pumped <laughs> to have it back, to be talking about it. He is an ESPN bracketologist, uh, the best one out there. Uh, he's got a brand new book out uh, as well. We're going to get into that. You can get him on Twitter at ESPN Lenardi, Joe Lenardi. Thanks, Joe. How are you? I am great, and isn't it great to be talking college basketball in the middle of March again? There's no doubt. If someone were to look up the word bracketologist, what, how, and, and your definition was next to it, right, in the dictionary, what would you say? How would you define bracketologist? Someone who uh, specializes in forecasting and understanding the work of the NCAA Men's Basketball Committee. Uh, I mean, they're the decision makers here. For all the coaches and the media and others who, who will call me, you know, during a season or at this point in time to kind of break it down, uh, I mean, I don't have a vote. I've been telling people like Seth Greenberg that forever. Uh, and, you know, we, we, we're pundits, and they're the decision makers. So in your book, obviously, March Madness College Basketball and the Creation of a National Obsession, um, when do you think, Joe, that the NCAA tournament, March Madness, and everything in between, when do you think this time of year became that obsession? When do you think it really took off? Well, the tournament, I I, I would say when it expanded to its essentially its current format, 64 teams, now 68, in, in 1985, that was a seminal moment for sure because it created those great first two days of, you know, noon to midnight basketball 
as well as, you know, I don't want to encourage anyone to get in trouble with their job. <laughs> you know, some of us maybe got the sniffles there once or twice in March. A couple times, yeah. And, and, and you know, now, uh, I mean, look, let, let's be honest. The pandemic is, is probably the worst many of us will ever experience. Uh, but with so many people working from home, now I suspect the number of sick calls is going to go way down. Uh <laughs> Because yeah. we're already at home. Yeah. There's nothing to call That's a good point. That's a good point. Joe Lenardi with us, ESPN Bracketologist. Make sure you get his book all over the major bookstores, Amazon.com and uh, other online sites where books are sold. It's called Bracketology. March Madness, College Basketball, and the Creation of a National Obsession. When did you fall in love with the game? Probably in college. Uh, because, you know, it was... It was just a, a, a great incubator of sorts growing up where I did in Philadelphia. Uh, you know, we had the Philadelphia Big Five. We still have it. But in those days, the five schools, Villanova Temple, Penn, St. Joe's, and LaSalle. Like, try and picture this. They all played in the same place. Right, right. Like, they all played at the palestra. Yeah. Both against each other and against their non-league foes. So, you know, I'm in college with my little press pass from St. Joe's. <laughs> and, and you know, it, it was literally the most important thing I carried and owned for four years. And I still have it. Uh, and, you know, I think about some of the teams and players and figures in the game that I got to see as an undergrad, like from 10 feet away. Like, like I saw Patrick Ewing play Villanova at the Palestra. <laughs> uh, you know, Ronnie Cycli and, and Jim Beheim come to the Palestra. I saw Digger Phelps and Kelly Trapuca come to the Palestra, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And not to mention, you know, the local legends, Roland Massimino and, and, and Jimmy Lynham and and Chuck Daly and and Paul West. I mean, like, you couldn't help but become a college basketball person. No and, doubt. No doubt. Yeah, and I'm, I'm an A-10 guy, too. I'm a St. Bonaventure grad. And, man, I think back to my time, 98 to 02, and everything that you're saying, I mean, I, I never saw a Ewing, per se, but, man... David West and, and, and Romain Sato and the Xavier teams and Jameer Nelson and Marvin O'Connor and Delonte West and Phil Martelli and St. Joe's and Temple and Cheney and uh, uh, John Beeline was at Richmond at that time and Bono was really good with Jim Barron, almost beat Kentucky in the tournament in 2000. I mean, you yeah. know, a few feet away, like you said, just a few. I saw Lamar Odom as a freshman run out for Rhode Island. I mean, I, you know. It, the A-10, college basketball in general, obviously, and your, your experiences are, are, are incredible, de, uh, incredibly detailed there. But it, it, it's it's that, man, the A-10 is so underrated too, Joe, right? I mean, let's let's get into that a little bit here. I mean, we're both A-10 guys, and, you know, it's not Power 5. It doesn't, you know, a lot of the schools don't have football. But, God, the A-10 is a good league, Joe, and it's been a, it's been actually, it's been, it's really been a great league over the years. Well, I'm going to get a little more detailed and a little more personal than that uh, just for a minute. If there is any justice in the basketball world, 
St. Bonaventure will beat LSU. Yeah, baby. In this, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I know everybody in, in your part of the country knows uh, about the tragic loss of their president, yeah. Dennis DePero. Dennis is, was a good friend of mine. Yeah. Uh, we grew up in college admissions together way back in the early '80s. Uh, he was at recruiting high school kids for Canisius, and I was doing it for St. Joe's. And uh, uh, we had a lot of common travel, and, and in particular on Long Island. And, and I can tell you that the Monday night football nights of, of spaghetti and meatballs out with Dennis were uh, just something I will treasure. And what, what he had done, you know, at Canisius and Lemoyne in his career and now in Olean, uh, it's just tragic. And, um, I, I mean, no, no, no life lost in this pandemic is more valuable than anyone else's. I'm not suggesting that. Uh, but most of them weren't the president of a school that's playing in the NCAA tournament this weekend. And, uh, especially given his dedication to doing things the right way. And I'll say hypothetically, maybe not quite so much at LSU. Uh, I, 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 I try to be neutral. I am not going to be neutral that two hours. Well, that was, that was great. Uh, and I'm really sorry about, you know, Dennis's passing um, and your loss. I mean, he was, what an unbelievable oh, guy. A lot, a lot of, oh, a yeah. lot great, great people and you know i get i get the bana thing uh i I, i've been i've done games in only in 20 or 30 times uh i've made all the jokes about it uh and the town and the place and the weather and everything else and by the way they're all true but uh you know i just respect a school and a fan base that is so loyal when they have so many reasons not to be Joe Lenardi, ESPN Bracketologist, of course. His book is out. Just a couple more for you here, Joe. Make sure you go pick up the book. Bracketology, March Madness, College Basketball, and the Creation of a National Obsession. Um, I think you got 67 of 68 this year, right? It, you, you've had per, have you had perfect brackets in the past? I, I've had perfect brackets at 64, 65, and 68. Okay. But I've been stuck on this 67 thing for a few years now, so. <laughs> You know, I don't know if I'm going to get docked at my performance review or, you know, have to have to, you know, say in our father and ten Hail Marys. I, I don't know what exactly, uh, but but I, I tend to kind of judge myself more on seating and placement. Because the truth of the matter is, when you get down to the last team or two, it really is pretty random. Uh, like I've been doing this long enough to know that like they put Wichita in and, and I had Louisville. I mean, I, I can't argue with that. I'm not sure if I was in the room that I would have voted for Louisville, uh, but I thought they would. And, uh, you know, to their credit, they didn't take a middling major conference team and they didn't fall for the, you know, the allure of Duke or whomever. Uh, so, so I, I'm, I'm pretty content with, uh, how consistent the committee was this year. Uh, they were two years ago as well, and and they're they're going off the rails. You know, again, in, in my humble view, they're going off the rails less than when I first started doing this. Uh, and, and in fairness, maybe we're both getting a little smarter. What do you hope people say when they get done with your book? 
basically say that uh, he takes his work seriously, but not himself. I want to have a beer with that guy. I love it. Go get the go get the book. It's called Bracketology: March Madness, College Basketball, and the Creation of a National Obsession. The author, of course, is Joe Lenardi. The forward is by Mark Few, the head coach of the Gonzaga team this year that's trying to run the table. And you can get Joe Lenardi on Twitter at ESPN Lenardi, the fantastic ESPN bracketologist and a mediocre golfer. But you know what? Mediocre is is better than a lot of other people out there, Joe. Hey, maybe sometime if you're up in central New York or we'll meet for a Bonnie game or I'll come down to uh, Pennsylvania and we'll we'll, we'll try to hit 18. I can't thank you enough for for coming on and uh, continued success. And, uh, hey, go Bonas. Thanks for the kind words. You're very kind. I'm going to try and play the the Schmitty's Coaches versus Cancer event, actually, in August. Okay. Maybe I'll try to get there. I may be in your part of the world. Folks, now let me tell you about our friends from DraftKings. Make sure you head on over to DraftKings.com. Get a deposit bonus up to 500 bucks. Play with the leader in Daly Fantasy Sports today. Create your account. Bet, win, have fun, watch the games, compete with your buddies. It's all there. Daly Fantasy Sports at DraftKings. Also, a big tip of the cap. Thank you to our pals over at Manscaped. This tournament season, take care of your hair and holes with the best tools for the job. We're talking about sponsors of ours, Manscaped. That's right, the global leaders in male grooming from head to toe. When the clock winds down in March, be clutch and avoid the upset with the Manscaped Performance Package to keep all your hair and holes tamed. Get this, you can start taking care of your man parts today with 20% off and free shipping by going to manscaped.com and using our code BRAWL for our exclusive offer. That's manscaped.com, manscaped.com. Man parts, take care of them now. 20% off and free shipping by going to manscaped.com and using our code BRAWL for our exclusive offer. The ML Sports Platter rolls forward on this special Saturday edition podcast as we prepare for more tournament games and obviously the game I am eyeing the most. We are crazy for our St. Bonaventure Bonnies, and uh, you just heard Joe Lenardi, the bracketologist from ESPN, and the author. Make sure you pick up his brand new book as well. Uh, but let's keep the Bonna talk going. Let's talk uh, some some hoops. We'll go back a little bit uh, to her uh, terrific uh, career uh, at St. Bonaventure and uh, what she's doing now. Uh, journalism school, of course, like myself. Uh, let's bring in Michelle Brown at M3 Brown on Twitter. Again, follow her there at M3 Brown. Michelle, welcome in. It sure is. It is exciting times. So, you obviously had a, a really nice career at, at, at Bana. You know, you went to the journalism school, you played four years of, of basketball. Uh, Coach Crowley, Jim Crowley, was there right at that time. Um, yeah, uh, Marty Whitmore. Marty Whitmore was our coach. It was right before uh, Crowley became the head coach. Yeah. Okay. There you go. So, so, and Crowley was there when he, you know, I used to do radio shows with him and, and call women's basketball. And I think I, I just missed you. Um, you know, we were a couple of years apart. Um, but you know, you look back at Bonna now, do you, are you kind of where I am where when they, when they get to the tournament, when something huge happens on the men's side, uh, when we're getting national recognition, um, the appreciation it's it's it like gets deeper as the years go. Do you, do you do you feel that way about about our alma mater? That that it's just I so, do. okay. Yeah, yeah. I feel like you know I love my time there and I love my friends and I love being there. But I said to someone the other day that I feel like 
since leaving and every every time something great happens my love gets deeper and my because my connections actually grow stronger you know like yeah. i know way more people now me too than i did when i was there so yeah it's you know and the network is great and uh, you know so it, it grows deeper because of that because you see that you see that bond one one you, thing that's wild right when you're when you're 18 19 20 21 you 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 kind of do you know appreciate moments when you're there but you don't do it in full because you're young I mean that's just not what you do when you're 18 you don't walk around you know the front lawn and or or walk around dev or um you know there's little things here and there that you probably did do I, I remember playing at the Bonnet golf course and I made a point to just look at the campus in the fall and, and how gorgeous it was you know the, the the changing colors and um when the men would have a huge win in the RC I would go there way after the game ended and just walk up to the Reds and sit there by myself and, and, and look out on the court. So there, there were, there's, you know, many moments where you, you really captured and, and appreciated it, but nothing as, as you go on. What were those moments though for you? I mean, was it, was it more the hoops, the journalism, was it campus, other campus activities? I know you didn't have a lot of time because of sports, but what, what was it, what were the many appreciation moments for you when you were there actually? Yeah, I think for me, you're right. I mean, you know, there's not a lot of time to do a whole lot of things uh, outside, but um, certainly the times with my teammates, you know, and I mean, we spent so much time at the Riley Center in our locker room and the weight room, Coach Fisk, and, uh, you know, so all those moments of just the people. And, you know, I got to, I got to know Coach Mest, uh, or Steve Mest really well. Yeah. And, uh, you know, just everybody that worked in athletics just because we were there all the time. And, so I, I did some intern hours, you know, some of my intern hours were in all the different departments um, there. And I, I did do a I do a little a little Friday night radio show uh, with my with my soccer, my, my best friend from the soccer team, Carrie Gummity. So, you know, a lot of a lot of great time with her in, in journalism, in my journalism classes and doing our, our show and, you know, just supporting one another, too. Um, we were, we were roommates, so supporting the women's soccer team and her supporting the basketball team and just as just connections, you know, yeah. all those little moments, but yeah, you take for granted. You don't, you don't, you don't realize till you leave how special a place like that is. Yeah. It, it's wild. And, and a lot of people obviously on the outside think we're, we're freaking crazy. I mean, that's just, that's the bottom line. <laughs> uh, and I'm cool with that. Uh, and I try to tell them, you know, with the bond of connection, the relationships, the the uniqueness, the smallness of the school, the uh, it, we're, we're everywhere. I mean, how, how is a school of eighteen hundred undergrad? How, how are we everywhere? How are like right. the alumni right. page, the social media? Just this week, I mean, I went on uh, radio in Louisiana today. Uh, it, 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 it's it's wild. Um, we're everywhere, and so it brings me to this from 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 your perspective when people come at you with the you guys are crazy thing you guys are a cult da, 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 da. do you do you describe it as a cult do you agree with them how, how do you describe the bana phenomenon how do you how do you tell people about it yeah i think i do sometimes say it's a cult but in a in a really you know loving kind sure. of way nobody's forced to be there you know everybody wants to be there everybody wants to be a part of that party it's like you know it, you know dan wetzel put it so perfectly in that article this week where he just took the essence of how of what Bonaventure is that there it's it's there's nothing there and so you have to have each other and you understand the experience because you've been there and so when you meet people outside of it and there's so few of us 
that you know that there's a special bond and you know you can go say hi to them. You know you can yell to them across an airport. You know you can follow them into a gas station because they have a sticker on their car. Um, I may or may not have done that. And nobody thinks it's crazy because we're like, there's so few of us, but we, you know, we love our, we love our experience and our connection so deeply. So when you find somebody that went there, it's like you are, you're automatically best friends. And there's, there's no question about that. Like, you know, you could ask anybody for anything and there's no question, which is just amazing. So let's get into this team a little bit here. Um, you know, playing against LSU, you, you couldn't get more of a, a mismatch as far as schools and programs and money and all the stuff that goes into it, Power 5, non-Power 5, etc. The little en- engine that could against, you know, possibly three first-round NBA guys. When did you feel this year, in, in, in a wild year for everyone, for obvious reasons, when did you say, this team's this team's pretty darn special. They're legit. They're good. Did you have a moment? Yeah, I, I mean, I feel like it was it was just in. Um, gosh, I'm trying to think of what game it was, but it was it was just you know maybe maybe five maybe five games ago. It was you know definitely in in February um, where they started to drop the shots. You know, they started to hit them. They started to go in, and really just you could see them gelling, and you could see them having fun. And I think every time you see the smiles on their faces, which like. You know, how great is that to see all the time? You can tell that they love playing together, and the connection is so, so strong. And that is what makes the difference, you know? I I mean, this is a far-off comparison, but I remember watching Villanova in the first round of the the first year that they won the tournament. And I was there with my kids, and we were watching them, and we would follow them off, and we were were there for the, the first round. And we were watching us, and I turned to my kids, and I said, wow, like that is a championship team. Like watch them, watch how they literally pick each other off the floor. Watch how they go over it and, you know, and, and support one another, how much fun they're having. And the same holds true when you, when I think back to our, my Eagles Super Bowl winning team, you know, they weren't all the best, but they, they played together as a team and they came, these, these teams who come together at the right place at the right time with the right attitude can really do anything. And so when I look at this matchup, I feel like they are very, very different, but the, the only people that are going to beat us are ourselves in this game. Are we going to foul? You know, are we yeah. not going to make the shots? Are we not going to hustle the, to the boards? Like, I feel like we can only beat ourselves. Oshun and and the gang, they need to definitely stay out of foul trouble. There's no doubt about that. Uh, Michelle Brown with us here on the ML Sports Platter. I'm Mike Lindsley. It's brought to you by Stanley Law Offices and Welching Company Jewelers. Michelle, of course, a terrific career at uh, Bonnie's for uh, the, the the women's side. You know, Mark Schmidt, um, I, I, I just, my jaw has been on the floor for years with this guy because I just don't know how he's done it. I really don't. I talked to so many college basketball people, experts across the board, media people, former players, coaches, high school people, um, and everybody thinks he's like a top-ten coach in the country. I mean, they think he's that good. Where Bonaventure was, I mean, he Michelle, he saved. Oh, yeah. He saved. Resurrected. He saved us. He saved the university. He saved the program. He saved the enrollment. He saved the money. Um, But but from a a basketball standpoint, when you watch him in action, when you've seen what he's done, how the team plays and how it's played for a decade plus under him and how he goes out and gets guys and how they blend and all the rest, what would make you want to play 
for him. I think he has a respect for these players who maybe other people did not, you know, where, where other people did not recruit them or where other people did not put their faith in them. I think he puts his faith in his guys and he puts his trust in them. And I think they feel that, you know, I mean, those guys know, you know, they're playing almost, almost 40 minutes every game. They are trusted. Hmm. And, and I think he brings that energy and I think he pushes them, but I think they respect him because he, he respects them. And, and I don't think you always see that. Is the Riley Center the most underrated arena in the country? I mean, we think it's amazing, and I think it is. <laughs> and at any time, any, well, I don't think it's underrated. But at any time, anybody's ever been there, they say, you know, you have to go there. You have to. You have to once in your life. You have to go there. So I just think it's it's uh, it's a secret still. You know, if you haven't been, you can't understand. Yeah. Yeah, are I, I are they still doing chicken finger subs in the cafe now? Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Remember those? I don't know. Oh my I'm, god! I'm, I'm a I'm a I'm a, I was a I was a pizza bagel kind of girl. Oh, those were great too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I always remember when I had the, uh, you know, I had the dining plan going for three years, and I had the the, the card. You know, I think it was a blue card, um, and you know, put money back on it, money back. I oh, yeah, I should probably go to the dining hall tonight. Go to the RC cafe because you know. Bonaventure, you're you're 200 feet away from everything, so you, right. <laughs> you can wake up at 8:27 and be early for a class in the journalism school at 8:30, or uh, you know you're 300 and I think 57 feet away door to door. I think I counted one time, and um, you know, and, and in the RC cafe, I remember just using a couple times early in a semester. I'd be like, son of a bitch, I'm already down a hundred dollars on this card, you know, because the food. I used to, we used to just love going there. Um, what are you doing now? Tell tell my listeners. Uh, I I actually just checked t- today. I, I have like six percent of my listeners are, are live in Olean actually. So, um, and a bunch of people obviously you know love the Bonnies and our alum and all the rest. But tell my listeners what you're doing now. I, I know you're super busy on a daily basis, Michelle. I, I am super busy on a daily basis. I um, live outside of Philadelphia, and I uh, I'm a mom to two kids. I have a 17 year old and an almost 13 year old boys. So very busy with them. Um, but I am the chief development officer at an organization called Independence Mission Schools, and we run um, 15 independent Catholic K to eight elementary schools wow. in neighborhoods, um, uh, you, you know, that are impro- impoverished neighborhoods across Philadelphia. Um, so I'm, I'm doing a lot of fundraising, trying to keep these schools going and, uh, you know, trying to give kids an opportunity that, that you know, I had and, and a lot of other people have that they wouldn't otherwise you just mentioned your your passion for the Eagles, right? For the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, yeah. <laughs> would you would you trade the Eagles Super Bowl from a few years ago oh. for a Bonnie Sweet Sixteen? Uh, or do you, would you have to go Final Four on that one? I, I think I think I, I think I maybe would even go Elite Eight, but Final Four maybe. I don't know. That's a tough trade. That's a tough trade. Sweet Sixteen. Yeah. I don't think it's necessary to trade that. They're going to get there. I don't think it's even necessary. <laughs> you know, it's it's crazy. I, my 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 cousin Kyle lives in Western New York, and we're basically two peas in a pod. I mean, we're across the board uh, with all all of our favorite teams the same. And and he texts me. You know, we were in contact all the time about the Bills and the crazy great year that they had. And he said, "Man, he goes so the Bonnies, you know, making like the tournament. Is it is it equal to what happened with the Bills? Is you know what's and." I said, man, it is. It's really close. I mean, it's it's both of them kind of neck and neck there. I mean, it's been, it's been some Western New York Southern tier kind of year, huh? Yeah, 
Yeah, it has been. I know. It's, it is, even though the Eagles, you know, weren't doing so hot, it is always nice to see the Bills doing well, knowing that all of my friends that still live up there and still follow the Bills are, are having a good time. So if I can't, I'm happy that they can, you know? <laughs> yeah. How about your former teammates? What are some of the some of the girls up to here these days, Michelle? Yeah. Um, people are doing some amazing things. Um, you know, an interesting Shannon O'Connell, who was a year younger than me, she um, went to Mainland Regional where Oshun was from, where he went to high school. Okay. So a little, little, little connector there. But wow. uh, she's out in Chicago, and she's a senior vice president in the sports world, sports media. She's doing awesome with two little girls. And cool. um, Kristen Herzer, who was my, she was my age, my grade, my year um she's in new jersey she's a social worker mom mama two kids and um you know a lot of my teammates some played overseas um then some came back and, and worked in sports worked in the nba worked in the WNBA, and have had some really amazing careers um amy burleson is uh now dr burleson dr sullivan at wow. the cleveland clinic uh she's doing psychology work with ms patients so you know it's some impressive ladies that i played with and i'm you know honored to be friends with still and have that strong Bonnie connection. No doubt. A um, couple more uh, quick ones here for uh, Bonnie's. Uh, can, can we call you a Bonnie's basketball great, or does that make you sound too old? No, no? you cannot. <laughs> Former Bonnie star. If, if, if yeah. you can, if you consider, you know, if you consider the the left bench position a really great one, then, then that's <laughs> um, I was a. All-star. <laughs> there you go. Former Bonnie uh, player and, of course, doing great things now, Michelle Brown. Um, I, I'm a, I got a couple quickies, and I'm going to hit you with a, a quick hits where it's kind of a right. rapid-fire style, and it's, and it's basically centered all around uh, Bonaventure. Um, when, you, when you see the game today, overall, a um, lot, of, lot of inside, outside, three-point shot, the big man, and that's where I love Oshun because the big man, and college, it still kind of exists more, but the NBA, yeah. Anthony Davis can play the two, for God's sakes, right? So yeah, yeah. Uh, what do you see in the game? What do you like, dislike? Are, are you into the whole, you know, Warriors kind of transforming the game with these three balls? People are talking about creating a four-point shot because Curry's, you know, draining him from the other side of the state, right? So how do you feel about the game today on all levels? Yeah, you know, I think that's one of the reasons that I, I like the way Bonaventure plays right now is because they are playing, they are not playing that game, and they are, they are playing with a true center who stays there. You know, they are playing slow. They are, they are passing the ball. They are, they are moving. You know, they're, they're playing how I coach my kids. Um, and so I see them playing some really traditional ball, which I love. Um, I, 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 it's very difficult for me to get into the NBA often because it's just, it's not, it's not real basketball. I just can't, I don't like, I can't stand the NBA. You know, I I can do the, I can do the playoffs and my, and I can watch with my kids, but, um, it's just, Mm. I'd much rather watch college. Yeah. No doubt. Um, as, as you have grown up in the Bonna cult, as we've called it, and now looking back, it's weird, you know, like huge life moments and things that happen, you know, college and weddings and, uh, you know, children and all sorts of stuff. Sometimes you look back and you go, wow, that feels like 20, it really does feel that long ago. And then other times you're like, it feels like yesterday. Yesterday. Wh- yeah. Which one, which one is it more of for you with Bana? Is it more of yesterday? Is it a hundred percent? I, I, multiple times, um, you know, texting my friends and we're like, how is it possible? Like we were, we were literally just there. Yeah. I don't, I don't get it. 
Yeah. So that there you go. That's why you didn't want me to call you a Bonnie's basketball great because you <laughs> it feels just like yesterday. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Let's play quick hits. Uh, I'm going to give you a quick couple of questions. You give me the first thing that comes to your mind. You ready to go? All right. Yeah, I'm ready. You have one more meal to eat in Olean, Allegheny type area. Where are you going? Uh, Angie's. Good choice. Um, favorite bar in Allegheny. The OP. <laughs> I remember Billy, Billy, uh, Billy Ho spinning the tunes uh, when when I was in school. Um, let's go to favorite uh, basketball moment in your Bonner career. Oh man! Give me two, actually. <laughs> give me, give me, give me yours as a player, and then maybe give me one. You know, outside the team. You know, maybe, maybe something on the men's side. You know. Yeah, um, as a player, you know what? As a player, my favorite basketball moments were not necessarily even the moments on the on the court. We didn't win a lot of championships when I was there, but we took some amazing trips. We took a great trip to Hawaii. We got our butts kicked, but we had a really, really great time. <laughs> um, off the court, I think, uh, you know what? Just just even having gone to the, the championship game a few years ago, that, that heartbreaking loss uh, to St. Louis, but... Being able to take my kids there and have them experience what I, you know, my passion and my joy for that is, it's what it's all about. Yeah, no doubt. Um, describe the Riley Center in one word. Home. If, it's home. You, if you could take one class over again in college, what would it be? Mm, uh, Dr. Hamilton's Media Law. No, class. no. Seriously? It's my favorite class. Yeah. Why? It just—I don't know. I—I I, I liked oh. it. It was interesting. I would also maybe maybe also on on a other end take take a take a brother Basil, uh, course. Yeah. yeah, I barely got through media law, um, and I don't think I don't think <laughs> Ham didn't Ham didn't like me anyways. Um, final question, career wise, what are you most proud of? Um, I am most proud of. Uh, you know, impacting a lot of a, a lot of kids, a lot of people. Um, you know, making sure that that they can have things and that I can that I can help them in, in whatever way I can. It's you know, using my skills to write something really well, or you know, speak to speak to somebody about the work um, and about the impact. Uh, I can. I was never going to be a journalist, but um, I knew that I wanted to hone those skills at that school and make sure that I could. You know, use my strengths for good, and that's that's what I've been able to do. Former Bonnie's uh, women's player, of course, uh, terrific career, JMC, uh, as well at SBU, doing awesome things now with the Independence Mission Schools, uh, and for sure, make sure you follow her on Twitter at M3 Brown. Michelle Brown, Michelle, this was great. Thank you so much. Go Bonnie's. Thank you. The ML Sports Platter is brought to you by our good friends at Liverpool Physical Therapy. Make sure you go there for your rehab uh, assignments, of course, whether it's rotator cuff, ACL, you name it. Pete and Mike in the game doing an awesome job. No doctor prescription is necessary for the first 10 physical therapy visits in New York State. Go see them on Facebook as well. Big thanks to Welch & Company Jewelers and Rosie's Corner. Don't forget to grab all the pizza and wings for you and friends and family throughout the entire March basketball uh, they've got the pizza wing combos. They've got specialty days like Fish Friday and Chicken and Biscuit Wednesday and uh, Meatloaf Monday as well. Rosie's Corner right off the Bartell Road exit in Brewerton. If you're in and around Central New York, get there. 
pizza, pasta, hot and cold subs, wings. It's amazing. Jason, Jody, and the gang doing an unbelievable job. Also, a tip of the cap thank you to CNY Electrical and Sit Means Sit Syracuse. What a podcast this was. Joe Lenardi from ESPN and Bonaventure Women's Basketball. Former star. Couldn't call her a great. Michelle Brown did an awesome job chatting. Bonaventure Basketball and uh, just how special the place really, truly is. I'm Mike Lindsley, ML Sports Platter. Google, Apple, Stitcher, Deezer, anywhere else you get your podcasts on your smartphone device. Download, subscribe, listen, leave that five-star review. It all helps. And hit me on Twitter, at MikeLSports. As I always tell you, enjoy the games. Angie's List is now Angie, and caring for your home just got easier. Whether you need help with routine maintenance or a dream remodel, Angie makes it easy to see reviews, compare quotes, and connect with top local pros who can get the job done right. Plus, you can see upfront pricing and instantly book hundreds of projects. No phone tag, just the work you need done at a time that works for you. Angie's got your to-do list covered from start to finish. Book your next home project today at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot If you could put all the wonders of the world into one place, you'd end up with something very much like Key Largo. Key Largo is not only the gateway to the Keys, it's the launching point for the untamed Florida Everglades. In fact, from snorkeling our living coral reef to fly fishing the Everglades backcountry, Key Largo offers the best of both worlds. For more about Key Largo and the latest safety protocols, visit flakeys.com slash keylargo. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.